talking while folks was listening. Ain't nobody cared until we made the transition. And at the shop used to be the middle. Understand everybody want to have, but you got to give a little. Team. Yes, yes. Guys watching us. Oh, we made it, baby. We made it. We made it, baby. Type of shit you would never believe. The cast of cast, young Mills told me. Oh man, we made it. <laughs> Title, what's up? We are fucking here. We are in the building. You know what I'm saying? They finally let us. Hey man, I'm gonna show y'all what to do with. You know, a little bit of access, you know what I'm saying? Look at what we have done with so so very little. And um, look at the places that we're going to take it. I appreciate all my fans, everybody that has come here, um, you know, has been on this journey with me since the beginning. And, you know what I'm saying, just briefly wanted to speak from the heart, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. And um, the places we're going to take it, you know, this is going to be a wild ride. Um, I know it's been a long, long, long time since I got a new episode. Um, I had a lot of things that I was working on. It has not been easy. It's been an uphill battle, as you have heard um, on my farewell episode on SoundCloud. But we are finally here. We are in the building. This is Title. This is Trapping Anonymous. This is Alignment. This is the part. This is the piece that we've been waiting for. This is what we... We need to take it to the next level. So once again, I appreciate all my listeners, everybody that has just been with me, rocking with me. Um, I know the Hedge Fund was a highly, highly rated series. I just wanted to open up um, this welcome back episode, this introduction episode um, as the Hedge Fund. So we're going to get right into it. Y'all know how we do. And and before we get into it, just a little backstory, man. We was out drinking all day, shopping all day. So you might you might get it in the middle of a conversation, but it's a very, very good, very passionate, um, very intense episode. So uh, bear with me a little bit um, if you're coming in on the, in the middle of a conversation, but uh, things was getting heated up. I just had to hit record. So I hope you all enjoy. As always, this is Trapping Anonymous. It's only entertainment. Please don't get me indicted. Just think this. Someone should give you money as opposed to buy you this fucking purse. Bitch, do you understand how much work it takes? Do you understand, understand the ins and outs of your business till you can get a spread? Just bless you. Thank you, bro. Like, like, no, no. Someone can't give you a way into uh, success. No one walks you into it. Nobody walks you into a way of success. So... I feel like the big misconception is people think you could just give them a bunch of money and they'll say, all right, yeah, I'm about to start my own business and I'm about to be lit and this, that, and the third. They can go fuck themselves. It doesn't work that way. There is no way that because you're giving... People more educated than you and more successful than you have already failed. In the dot-com era, niggas were getting... 5 million, 10 million of seed capital because the company could turn no profit. They all went to shit when the internet bubble burst. See the things that precede you. So you think, and I'm, I'm not speaking on women, 
just I'm just giving you an example of people who do overly saturated business. You think because you have a a um a hairline, an eyelash line for dudes, a, a clothing line in which you screen. Uh, print t-shirts you think you're going to compete with people who have national distribution like diamond supply oh well diamond started off small my nigga those pieces fell into place and if you even ask nikki diamonds if you've read his interviews he's almost gone bankrupt he has almost been evicted because it takes that much fucking time i'm not saying it takes you 10 years my nigga there's some people that they can figure this shit out and it could take them two to three it took me two to three to get my money up but I was focused every fucking Saturday I was at work. Every Saturday I was at work, I was at work until 7, and I made sure I went to go get it. I didn't go out. I didn't pop a goddamn bottle from 23 till 28 because I wanted that shit that bad. But from 23 till 25, I got that shit. Something that would have taken someone five years. Holy fucking shit. All right, you in your bag right now. I'm not going to lie to you. When you, you haven't popped the... When, Talk about that fucking grind because this is this is the part that gets lost in translation. People aren't willing to make that sacrifice. What did you sacrifice to get to where you at? Entrepreneurship is nothing but grind. I got niggas who I went to college with right now. They ain't seeing me in what I can do. You've been with me to Jacob's store. You've been with me. Fucking drop 600 bands. Nothing. You ain't like... That's a fact. That's a fact. Unless you willing to do what other niggas ain't willing to do. And I'm talking about dig fucking deep deep where you don't care about going out you don't care about getting the bitches because bitches don't bring money i'm sorry ladies it's not about you but they don't bring money they consume money mm. they cost money i hate to say it but the majority <laughs> of you are for sale you're for sale because you're wow. for sale to the person who can give you security Security costs money. Yeah. The the economic language in our country is fucking money. You could say that is this loyalty and is it let me tell you in high finance, niggas backstab each other all the time. Yes, relationships are very important. But an institution will pull its money from you when you can't make a profit or you can't make a profit to where they want it because they are beholden to someone else. Someone is always beholden to someone else. The shit rolls down hill. The piss rolls downhill, whether way you want to say it. Someone is always beholden to someone. Wow. Um, that shit is fucking, you know, it, 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 it's deep, in my opinion. That shit is deep. It sounds like um, what would be common knowledge uh, for, for most people, but you, you don't see that because people think that in entrepreneurship, right, you have this idea, you have this great uh, uh, product, and this product is going to take off because it is so wonderful. It is such this, you know, amazing concept, right? And, you know, I don't know whether it's 80%, 90% of businesses in their first year, they fucking fail. Oh, I could tell you. Okay. You want to say that you have this great idea that's about to make a bunch of money. Okay, I'll give you an example. I've had failures. When I was 16, I said, oh, shit, I'm going to be in the video game business. I'm going to make third-party accessories. I said... Yo, I'm going to make carrying cases and memory cards. I remember you told us about okay? that. So I said, yo, all I got to do is make this shit and sell it. Well, let me tell you something about, like I told you in the last episode, it's like Mount Everest when you're climbing at the top. There's a lot of dead bodies as you climb past, as you climb past them to get to the top. And when you want to get to the top to come back down, there's even more dead bodies as you come down. Because even the people who got to the top can't come down without dying. When I got... The contract for Toys R Us, I told you. I said, yo, this is the best thing I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a young, flashy nigga getting money. 
They filed bankruptcy. Toys R Us filed bankruptcy. I had no money. They canceled all contracts. Mm. Not even that. On top of that, that there's another echelon within that. There's all your competitors, and we all share market share. And everyone doesn't get the same shelf space. My nigga, you think that because you have a product, you understand it. You don't understand it. The best thing I can even tell a person who has a product right now Nigga, what the fuck you care about having your product in a store for? We are in the business of direct marketing, period. Amazon exists and crushes Walmart because it's direct. You go onto your Amazon app, the vendor has it, you buy it, it comes to you. No need for physical retail, no need for any of that. But niggas is worried about, is my shit in a fucking store? Are you fucking stupid? Like, you don't even get it. That store won't even exist come 10, 15 years from now. And if it does, there will be very few. Toys R Us has shown it to you. There, Literally, there is not a toy store that is solely a toy store anymore. There was Kitty City, KB Toys, Toys R Us. There is not a toy store anymore. So you're about to tell me that you think there's going to be other of these stores anymore over time? They're going to go away. The middleman is going to get cut out completely. Gone. Only the facilitator that makes money off of fractions. Amazon makes monies off of fractions because there's so many transactions going through it over and over and over again. That's it. Wow, what's interesting about that is that like it makes me think about will people be even be shopping anymore? You got online shopping, you got it's just it's literally direct. To I don't consumer. even want to cut you off. Only reason I'm cutting you off, nigga, you just said online shopping. My own bitch, other bitches that I know will buy some shit online that they don't even know if it fucking fits. Because it's easy to buy it online. So you need to tell, like, my nigga, I have, I, my own bitch doesn't return shit. Because she said, oh, fuck it, I got it. I ain't about to return, I don't be returning shit. It's too much work. It's too much work. There's bitches who buy shit and don't take it back to the store because, or they don't try it on because they say, oh, it's too much work. Online retail dominates because of things like that. Nigga, you lazy for that? You know that matters to them? Because every return matters for them. From one to ten. What does it take to be a sex successful entrepreneur? So when I say what does it take, I mean I'm I'm talking about the sacrifice. I'm talking about the things that you have to eliminate from your everyday life that people are not willing to let go of. Emotion, fortitude. You have to have these two things. I don't care what y'all niggas say. Like, oh, you could be the um the consummate, you know, uh, effective entrepreneur, and you could have like all this sh- all this like holistic shit no you can't no you can't because capitalism is run by people who are fucking savages sharks fucking savages and you think because they were presented to you like they donated all this money nigga how they get the money Mm. you think they didn't get that money off of spreads not from being nice and hugging them let me tell you if i'm hugging you and they're getting that money's because i'm behind I'm not saying they're stabbing you, but believe you, they're making money. Just no different than I told you on the royalty thing. The, the same nigga who's your lawyer who hugs you is the same nigga who signed you to that publishing deal who gets a piece of your fucking publishing deal. This shit ain't free. This is economics. This country is built off of um, off of uh, capitalism. And people will capitalize off of you. And it's not about if you let them, nigga. If you are not educated and understand what you do, you have given them free reign to to capitalize off you. Stop bitching, nigga. You ain't even in the fucking league yet. You know what scares me about that? I think about the 50 laws of power. I think about 
that one concept that you know that keeps reiterating in this type of lifestyle and that is you have to be fucking cutthroat you got to be fuck you got you can't be both there is no room for both because both allows you to evoke emotion there's no emotion in entrepreneurship people say there's emotion or like oh jeff bezos is a humble dude and this is like man y'all niggas are retarded who's jeff bezos jeff bezos is the ceo of amazon in 1999 jeff bezos was worth was worth 10 billion nigga before you niggas even knew what the fucking internet was let's say you knew what the internet was this is 99 when you were dialing up on aol you were dialing up on fucking prodigy and proxies fucking servers my nigga he was worth $10 billion then. You ain't even use Amazon. Amazon sold books solely. So don't think niggas get $10 billion or market share like that, and they're not fucking savages. I'm telling you, he's just a savage at pushing paper. No different than you call Chief Keith the savage, all right? But let me tell you, one time Keith had a deal with a nigga who was from the UAE or Saudi Arabia. Gave him an I-8 and gave him all this advance money. You think that nigga made that shit for making dumb fucking deals? He ain't make that shit off of making dumb fucking deals. The sick part about all of this, um, what about the person that turns you into? So do you think you lose a part of yourself? Do you think you lose a part of the person that made, that, that you were, that you used to be, that maybe it could be a compassionate person, maybe it could be an emotional person? How do you think that it affects your relationship with people moving forward? Like I, don't ha I don't have compassion because niggas don't have compassion for me. Like, I, I, like and people think like it's, it's it's the most asshole thing to say or like who has a compassion let me tell you just like i told you before there's no sympathy for the successful niggas don't have compassion my own bitch would tell me what the fuck is ten thousand dollars to you you spent a hundred thousand on jewelry mm. okay so why you care if um if you got to give me ten thousand but niggas don't re don't remember that you spent a hundred hours to get your ten thousand all right even if your hundred hours equated to a, a hundred thousand you still spent that hundred hours. Niggas don't want to spend that hundred hours because niggas because before my hundred hours was worth a hundred thousand, my hundred hours was worth five thousand. Sometimes it might have been worth a thousand because when I was a broker and I wasn't making no money, my hundred hours was spent on a fucking phone begging a nigga to buy something. Mm. So when he said no and he said no for a week, he said no for a month, and my whole month I only made a thousand dollars, and I've, I've I've made that. So what, what was my 100 hours worth? $1,000. Mm. But it took me three, four years to turn my $1,000 in 100 hours into $100,000 in 100 hours. So my nigga, I worked for that. And it's not even that it's on possessive shit like I work for that, my nigga. It's that I simply did the fucking work. And you can't substitute work in entrepreneurship. There's no substitution of work. Money don't substitute work. That's why those people can fail, because it doesn't substitute work. You're going to have to fucking work. So we we talked about, I love what you said. I'm not going to lie. I love what you said. We talked about how it affects you and your relationship with other people. How does your success affect the people around you? The people around you become dependent on you. And... It's not so bad that they're depending on you because niggas will come up and be like, yo, yeah, you know, I took care of my mom, I bought my mama house, bought my girl a car, bought my sister a car and all this shit. But what you forgetting that you don't understand about that shit? Let me tell you something what happens when you're a breadwinner. Everyone else's obligations and responsibilities falls on your fucking shoulders. And you have a almost a five-prong approach. 
You have your responsibilities, wants, and needs. That's one. You have your family, your mother's responsibility, responsibilities, wants, and needs. You have your child's responsibilities, wants, and needs. You have your significant other's responsible wants and needs. Remember, these are all individual people. You have your employees. This is, I'm at five already. Responsible, responsibilities, wants, and needs. And nigga, I didn't even mention your fucking clients yet. That's six. Okay, on the conservative end, my nigga, that's before you even service your fucking loans. You've, before you even fucking service your landlords and these things, if you have more than one office. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm, I'm what I'm trying to tell you is that all that shit rests on your shoulders, especially if you're the breadwinner. I'm talking about the nigga who really gets money. Because, you see, when your, your spouse or your family can't understand that you can make $100,000 in a day or in a week. They can't fathom that. So they say, nigga, you're making 100000 Yeah, but you take care of all this shit. See, they think about themselves because they don't know about all your other responsibilities. Because that shit ain't their fucking problem. And they don't care about it. they don't care about them because it's aloof to them. But my nigga, you got, you made that $100,000 in a day or a week, but you're nut. Even if you made it, it's still forty. And niggas don't think about that. That's 40 bands. It sounds crazy. That's still nigga, a lot that's, of that's, fucking that's, money. That's, that's real fucking life. All them stores you walk into. All them like stores that you say, yo, I want to go in there and buy some kicks. Or this is like, you think them niggas rent ain't 10 bands plus? Nigga, I got a high rise. That's four bands. It's just a fucking high rise. I ain't even on a strip. The strip is likely 10. Mm. Yo, listen, we I, I swear to God, we went to um Jacob. Uh, the jeweler today, you know, we, we spoke about you copping the um six hundred thousand dollar watch. Um, you know, we was there for that. Negotiated the joint right with him on the fucking street. Yeah, no, we we spoke to Jacob. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, we 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 really ran into him. Like I said, it's all on my Instagram, yo. Y'all can really check that shit out. Um, we really spoke to him. But my whole thing really with that is there was a dude in there, you know what I'm saying, that copped the watch. You know what I'm saying, and his shit fell off his wrist. Yeah. The the dome on the watch, the, the face. The millionaire joint. No, uh, what is it, it called? Was, the Astronomia. It's called an Astronomia. The Astronomia. The, they just, said Travis Scott spent a million on his joint. It's a, you know, yeah, with the globe. triple complication. Just yeah, to yeah. fix the glass was like $120,000. Just to fix the fucking glass. And that really, I, I say that, I tell that story, not the stunt, but they'll say like, oh, okay, that, that's, there's a whole other world out there in this shit, man. Man, shit, niggas be like, you stunting. You know, niggas work their way up to that shit. I don't care. Like, I work my way up to this shit. I'm going to give you the real. I ain't had no daddy. Daddy died at 12. I ain't have no father figure for the rest of my life. I'm 34 fucking years old. I ain't had no father figure. So meaning what I'm trying to tell you is that from business, I learned this shit on my own. I'm not saying I'm not blessed. I'm blessed to learn it on my own. But you think I didn't fail? You think niggas don't, like completely fucking dislike me i can't give it to you the way you would want it because i didn't have someone give it to me the way it should be mm. i had to learn it and i learned it through trial and error and there was times i was fucked up there was times that mm, i could have been evicted but the difference is and you can ask my bitch you can ask even my employees i ain't never fucking surrender and i never said die i said i'm gonna go get it I'm going to go figure it the fuck out. I'm going to bounce back. I'm still going to cop some $600,000 $600, shit. I'm going to keep making fucking money because I'm built for that shit. And what I'm trying to tell you is that you can't even do this entrepreneurship if, you, if you're afraid of being embarrassed. You're afraid of some anxiety. You're afraid of this shit. I pick any high-level ranking executive from 
um, Travis at Uber to uh, Mark Zuckerberg to the guy in um in um fucking Snapchat. You think them niggas ain't getting embarrassed? Snapchat got embarrassed. The stock ain't doing shit, but he done cashed out five hundred million. Zuckerberg is at the fucking congressional hearing where they're grilling him. Mm. Fucking um. Uh, who, who was the who, who was the other nigga Travis sexual harassment and shit that is going on at Uber But them niggas built some shit that you niggas couldn't even imagine you gonna, Yeah, you're gonna get tested You're gonna get fucking tested because like I said before no one gives a shit about people who make money off of their brain The person who can understand how to make money off of you niggas dislike Break that break that down again for them because it, you used an example when you and I was speaking before. You said that people like entertainers because they are getting entertained. That that entertainer is providing something for them. Whether it's the music, whether it's watching Six Nine go up and troll somebody, it's entertainment. They but the person that is providing a service that seems like it's smarter than you, that is outsmarting you to get your money. The Facebooks, the Snapchats, the Instagrams, the, the, the whatever the consumer is buying, people hate those people. They, they hate those people. They got to the spot before you got to the fucking spot. Them niggas ain't fucking crazy. First thing they say is, why didn't I think of that? Why, yeah, or, oh, man, these niggas is doing this. Nigga, you're using a free app. What do you think the currency is? It is your fucking data and your footprint. Okay? That's the name of the game. Because that's how I'm going to make money. The advertiser wants to get to you, whether it's Sears, whether it's some nigga who wants to replace your fucking HVAC. I'm selling, if I'm Facebook, I'm selling the um, intellectual property of how I got your information to someone. So, you mad because someone else figured that out? I think that's what they're supposed to do. What do you say to the people? What do you say to the people that think you're an asshole? that think that you're wrong, that think that you're self-centered, that think that, you know, what do you say to those negative comments under your page? I say nothing. Because you want to know what really matters at the end of the day? Let me tell you. The people who say something to you don't live your life. The people who say something to you don't open that mail and say this is what the bills are. And I don't say this to say like, oh my God, like, you know what I mean? What are we going to do? The bills is due. Nah, it's not that. It's that, you see, there's an intimacy to your bank account, you, and your obligations. And that intimacy says, I got this obligation that I got to fulfill and cannot fulfill it. And if you can't fulfill it, it means you did not achieve what you needed to achieve. You will then go down on yourself. There's two things. People will either say, well, fuck it, I can't fulfill it, or they'll say, Damn, man, I'm just down on myself. Remember, I own a debt settlement company, so I see these niggas all the time. I hate to say it, but these niggas say, well, I can't do it, so I'm going to file bankruptcy. You think, like, when I'm in a tight jam, I can't just be like, well, fuck it, I'm going to file bankruptcy. Nah, y'all, I'm built different than that. I've always been built because I've been competitive in sports. I've been ranked as a fucking AAU player when I was younger. I've been built for competition I'm, I want that shit. Okay, it happened. I'm not happy that it happened, but I want that shit. What we got to do? I'm going to go fucking tackle it. I remember it's a great scene in American Gangster where uh, 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 Frank uh, looks at um, the white guy. Uh, I forgot his name. He's the big mob boss. And he says, nobody wants to fucking compete, Frank. Yeah. Nobody wants to fucking compete. 
Everybody wants the shit handed to them. They just want the easy way. They don't want to have to, you know, be down on their luck. They don't want to have to bounce back. No one wants to fucking compete. Yeah. And what does that also say? What do you think? What are you going to do about your success? You're going to kill success? You're going to become unsuccessful? Well, yeah. Because (laughs) let me tell you, success comes with some shit. Like I told you, success comes with the weight of your family and all these obligations on your shoulders. When when I used, I used, there was a time I used to pray. I remember I used, I lived in East Orange, New Jersey. I said, I used to pray. I said, yo, if I could just make $7,000 a month. I started this new career as a broker. If I could just make $7,000 a month, y'all be lit. I bought some Louis Vuitton, get a few things that I like, you know, rent this apartment. I'm straight. My nigga, I got way more than that. God bless you with way more than that, but you don't know what you're asking for. That's another thing. My nigga, my life is way harder than then. Yeah. And I was thinking seven grand to just fix my life and I'd be straight. I got my bitch. I take care of her. I got my money and I'm good. Nigga, I done made it. More than a hundred times over. That's another thing, like especially like with Trapping Anonymous, man. I done sat back and I thought, like, yeah, we gonna just do these four episodes. You know what I'm saying? God gonna bless me with that, and I'm gonna be straight. This thing done blew up to things and places I could never even imagine. And that, to be honest with you, that's how it is. That's really how it is. God gonna bless you beyond your, you know what I'm saying, beyond your imagination, and you already limiting yourself. Why? Because we can't think beyond. We, yo, I never in a million years. Even in this Maybach we sitting in, I never in a million years think that I'd be here. Because it was a time where this shit was my screensaver when I was a freshman in college. And I was on the train and this lady was like, oh, that's a nice car. But nigga, you think I thought I was going to get it anytime soon? My business went out of business when I was in college. But when I found the opportunity, I bought it. But what I'm just saying is, I have a tenacity that's different. Like, I don't say die. I'll do 100 hours a week. And I'm going to pass out, but I'm going to smile because I own that shit. And my friend said this to me. She said, Chris, um, I finally got my dream dream job. She said, well, one thing that people don't tell you is how hard it is when you actually get that dream job. Word. Word. I said, what? She said, yeah, they don't prepare you for that part. They just prepare you for the, ah, man, I just want to be one day, this is what I want to do in life. One day, this is where I want to go in life. One day, I want so-and-so to hire me. And then when that motherfucker hire you, then what? Yeah. Or when you put yourself in that position, then what? That's when the real work begins. Even when I was pledging, they used to tell me, the work starts when you cross. I'm like, nothing could be harder than this. (laughs) Nothing could be harder than what I'm going through right now. And to be honest, the work started when I crossed. The work starts when you get that money. I'm sure you're working harder than you ever worked in your life. Man, I told you my assistant is here. He knows I work 100 hours. He knows I work my job, work his job, work uh, the, the other two companies' jobs. I work all that shit, and I stay in that bitch. I come home, go to sleep, wake up, still wake up before most people, um, and and go right back to it. Yes, there is a there is an essence of like some people would say greed, but it's, it's an essence of wanting more. My nigga, I prayed for this. Remember, I said if I just make seven grand, so you think I don't have to uphold my end of the bargain? Just like my end of the bargain was delivered to me by God, and like I'm saying, I'm not trying to turn this into that kind of shit, like where it's religious, but. It was it was delivered to me, my nigga. I said I want to make more. Than, I want to make seven thousand. The nigga gave me a hundred, more than a hundred fold, my nigga. 
70 bands ain't nothing. He gave me that. So you think I'm going to sit here and say, oh, man, I ain't really about to work the rest of that shit. Yo, I, I know when I was like hoping that I could make it, begging for a client. Now I just got them and they just like, all right, how much you want? The head that wears the crown is uneasy. Death. The head that wears the crown is uneasy. It's uneasy, man. Because people want a lot from you. And it's cool that they want a lot from you, but they need to have understanding, appreciation, and compassion that you in the position to give it. You see, we think, oh man, this white guy can give me this. I say it for women. I don't even care if y'all say you can take it a certain way. I say it for women. This white guy can do number. That's 400 years of conditioning of which he can do that. Nigga, we, I'm first generation. I done built this shit from the ground up. So don't tell me and compare me to no middle-aged white man or some young white kid who can do this and that for you. I can't do that for you because I built this shit from nothing. Ain't nobody give me no goddamn head start. If you knew me in high school, you knew I was grinding then. So what, what, what you think I can do? I built that. Yo, bro, do whatever, do whatever you get lonely at the top. Ain't nothing but loneliness. There's nothing up here. You think that, like, the bitches are, 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 are more fly? They look better, but all they want is something from you because they can't earn it for themselves. Let me tell you, a nigga who can earn it for themselves has no want for what you can do. There's not a nigga out here. I don't care if it's Hove or Diddy or whatever, just like when we talk about it. And they got a hundred multiple better than I got. But they can't buy me. They can't buy me because I know how to earn. Mm. And since I know how to earn, wow. I know I'll get there. Now, mind you, everyone's got their own lot in life. Niggas might have made it when they were 40, right? And they got that blessing. Billionaire, 40, or 500 million when you're 40. But my nigga, my goal ain't 500 million when I'm 40. So I could say, niggas and bitches, I got 40 million. Fuck with me. I'm in the club. My goal is even if I got 10 when I die, if I got 100 when I die, I got a billion when I die, then my son, my kids got that shit. Because I know how I did when I came up. 12 years old, I ain't had no daddy. Pulled my own bootstraps up and work that shit as much as I fucking could. How does that affect you right now? It affects you right now because you don't understand how to relate to women. You don't understand how to sometimes relate to people. What you understand is how to get money from people, how to run a business and, exp and, and, and exploit margins. But you're not going to understand the social construct of these things. Let me tell you, people like you have do say Palooza, you will understand how to be more sociable than I am. Don't think that I'm not sociable because I can't get clients who spend big money if I'm not a sociable, charming person. But I'm sociable in another way. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta follow have, what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta have some. You gotta have that knack somewhere. Yeah. But it might be very different from. But if I wanted to turn it on and I wanted to say, all right, man, let me fuck with these bitches. Let me get with these women. Let me get with these flop, whatever. I could do it because at the end of the day, I'm still sociable. It's just turning it into a different angle. But my taste is different my things that i like are different and them things take money and niggas who are in those positions just like when we were in jacob we were in whatever these stores them niggas know who who, who, who about it's not even about spending a bag because what niggas are spending there is not a bag that shit is a lifetime of money 
Oh yeah, we 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 talking about we talking about a lifetime of money. We ain't talking about just yeah. It's not a bag. No, it's not. Niggas go to a jeweler and spend a hundred. They say that spent a bag. Niggas are spending a lifetime worth of money. Six hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand, million dollars, one watch. So, but that's a different echelon, and because. I wanted it so bad, I conditioned myself to want that echelon, that grading of people. So it ostracizes me when you say like, yo, how hard is it at the top? It's lonely at the top. It ostracizes you because I want that shit. This is like you, we went to a dope ass Caribbean spot today. I wouldn't have known that because I'm so used to going to fucking Mastro's and these other places. I'm used to going there because I'm like, yo, that's where these niggas that got money go. So I'm going. Let me ask you this. Is it worth losing the social aspect to life to have the financial part of life? If that makes sense. It makes perfect sense, and I can answer it to you. Go ahead. The times where it makes sense is big. Have you, have you ever had your parent have a financial difficulty? Of course. And you can't solve it? Of course. Okay. I can solve it. And that shit makes it all the worth the while every time because I know she don't have to ask nobody. She don't have to beg for nothing. She don't have to do nothing. I solve it. Have you ever had a significant other have a a problem and you solve it? That's what makes it worth it. Your child, that's what makes it worth it because you can just simply do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were talking about this before. Like, yo, I even talk, I, 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 I concede to you i'm not a bad guy i'm just not a bros guy and the only reason why i'm not a bros guy is because i had the bros before my nigga I had an apartment and overlooking fucking new york city right i'm talking about if i show you the pictures i'm overlooking the fucking city i see the fucking freedom tower and all that shit all i had was bros around me all they did was chase bitches but no one was getting any fucking money like i told you we sit in a Maybach because I was looking at that shit and we would walk up to the fucking club from a fucking Uber. Meanwhile, niggas had the Benz out. Niggas had the Porsche Panamera out. Niggas had all this fly shit out and I'm fucking walking. I don't want that shit. I want that shit more than I can fucking breathe. And that's why any woman, any man, it is hard for them to understand who I am because I want it more than I can. I want it more than you like breathing. I swear to fucking God, you don't understand. I want it more than you like breathing. This is Trapping Anonymous. My name is Chris Dales. Let's get it. This episode of Trapping Anonymous is engineered by Bunshania Lunsford.